Hey everybody, this is Travis from Build My Online Store. I wanted to give you guys some updates. I know I haven't been on the show in a little while uh, for a various number of different reasons, but one of the first things I wanted to say right off the bat is if you're a listener of this podcast, you're going to love I'm coming out with a new podcast called the Effective E-Commerce Podcast. Terry's been really busy. Terry hasn't had a lot of time to do this podcast, but I still love podcasting. I still love teaching e-commerce. So I'm going to be starting my own podcast called the Effective E-Commerce Podcast. So I'm going to give you a few more quick updates on what I've been up to, and then we're going to get into the meat of this episode. And this episode, I'm going to have for you the seven top e-commerce tips right now. I just came back from a convention. It was the, uh, or I guess it's a conference technically. It was the Content in Commerce Conference. And I have some really big things from that, some things that I really, I'm excited about. But we're going to get into those. I'm also going to talk about some of my old favorites and some of my the best things I think that every e-commerce entrepreneur should be doing. So I'll give you a few quick updates and we'll get into that. So first off, Performance Nut Butter is almost out. So that's, if you don't know, I launched this company. It's a macadamia coconut cashew blended nut butter that comes in little individual pouches that you can eat on the go. It's a healthy fat supplement, a healthy fat snack, if you will. And it's super delicious, as you can imagine, macadamia and coconut. So I launched it as a Kickstarter, raised over $15,000, actually closer to $17,000. And since then, I've been just doing a bunch of the production work. And it's almost finally out, so that's really exciting. Be Dancewear, my other main e-commerce company, is still going strong. I'm really, uh, I'm happy with how that's going. Obviously, everything could always be going better, but uh, there's a lot of cool stuff I'll talk about. And I'll talk about it in the new podcast, the Effective E-Commerce podcast, all these updates. Also, I just wanted to quickly mention, I do have a full A to Z e-commerce course coming out soon. And what it's basically going to be is take, it's a five-week course where we're going to take 10 people. I think I'm going to cap it at 10 people. We're going to take them all the way from the beginning, just an idea, to a fully finished store. Hopefully, with some traffic and some sales going on. And it's going to be, the good thing is it's going to be like a Skype. So there's going to be lessons online, but there's also going to be weekly Skype calls. And I'll talk about this more at the end of the episode, or you can go to effectiveecommerce.com slash AZ, lowercase a, lowercase Z. But let's jump in to the meat of today's episodes. And I ha- episode, and I have seven different tips for you. Uh, let's go through them really quick. So email marketing will be the first thing we talk about. There is a lot about email marketing I did not know. So if you're doing email marketing, you may not be doing it right and you may not be doing these things. Next up is the chat ads, um, Facebook Messenger ads. And this is hot right now. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. I think this is, you know, people always talk about, oh, I missed the boat on AdWords. It used to be easy. I missed the boat on Facebook ads. It used to be easy. Well, Facebook Messenger ads are still pretty new. So you might not have missed the boat on that yet. Uh, you're doing Facebook ads wrong. We're going to be talking about Facebook ads and I'm going to give all the tips on what I've learned about Facebook ads at the conference, what I've learned in my own experience. And we're going to go through that product listing ads, Google shopping, two of my favorite, uh, thing. I mean, well, it's the same thing, but my favorite thing is product listing ads. I make more money off product listing ads for my store than any other source of revenue influencers. I think influencers is are could be very powerful. And we're going to talk in depth about that. And that's something I'm going to be utilizing a lot for Performance Nut Butter. Number six, I'm going to keep that a mystery. You're going to have to wait till you get there. And then number seven is another one of my favorite tips, which is YouTube. And YouTube 
has been amazing for me. We'll talk about how to do it properly and why it's so powerful later. So definitely stick around for number six. I think it's very impactful for all the podcast listeners, but I got I to gotta do a hook. I got to keep you guys listening. But let's jump into email marketing first. So the first thing is, I think, my, you know, this is just a guess out there, but 98% of people are doing email marketing wrong, including myself. Um, I've learned a lot from this conference. I've learned a lot in the last couple of weeks and I'm trying to fix it. So one of the first things is automation is key. How many people out there do not have an automated sequence set up? Uh, a lot. And even if you do have an automated sequence set up, the question I want to ask you is, do you have different buckets? Do you have one bucket for people that are They've never bought them from you. Bought is not a word. Never purchased from you. Do you have another bucket from people that have purchased once? Another bucket for peaches, people that have purchased repeat times? And maybe even another bucket for VIP people. And now you may only want... Um, you can start out with just the two buckets. You can start out with the people that have never purchased from you and people that have. But you really should be sending different emails out to different people. And the most striking example is once someone's purchased from you, your goal is really to make sure that they come back. And that might be through strategies like getting them connected with your social media, showing them YouTube videos that, and this we'll talk about, we'll talk about this more in number seven. But one of the strategies I like to use is emailing them about YouTube videos. Then they click on the YouTube video, they watch the video, they become more brand loyal. And on top of that, they add a view to my YouTube video, which makes YouTube say, hey, this is a really good view or a really good video. We should promote this more organically. And it's just this cyclical like repeat uh, effect that's going on there so that's very powerful so once someone's purchased from you sending them emails trying to get them into your web if you will is very important now for people that have never purchased from you it's different types of emails you might be more willing to send them coupons you might want to say maybe the first few emails is something just getting them familiar with your brand. But then after that, if they still haven't purchased, I'd say, you know, maybe five days later, you send them a 10% off coupon and make sure it's an expiring coupon. So it should be 10% off ends in two days. Cause if you don't have an ending, it, it's crazy to me how big of a difference that makes. You need to have some kind of an, uh, a call to action with a consequence if they don't do it. That's how animals and humans and all, all of us, that's how we learn. We need some kind of a consequence. We need a positive reward and a negative reward. Um, not to boil us down in our extreme consciousness down to something so simple, but it works. It's been tested over and over again. So you might want to do something like that. And then afterwards, a few weeks later or a week later, or however you want to structure it, do 15% off. And then same thing ends in 72 hours, whatever, whatever it might be. And during this automation sequence, you'll want to follow up and say, hey, only 24 hours left. Hey, only eight hours left. And if they still haven't purchased, then maybe you send them into a new group, a new segment uh, just for newsletters. And one thing I'm going to be doing, and I'm not saying this is what you have to do, is every two weeks, I'm going to be sending out just a newsletter. So once someone goes through my automated sequence, they get put into the newsletter category, if you will. So someone signs up for my email list. They've never purchased from me before. They go through the new customer thing. Once they purchase, they go into the um, the customer automated sequence. And then at the end of that, they're get, they get put in the newsletter sequence. So once I run out of content, so I want to make sure I've got all this content. I've spent years uh, for B-Dancer specifically sending out newsletters in the ones that have done the best and the ones that I think that 
my customers should see, that goes in my automated sequence. For instance, seven ways to DIY a dance costume video. It's one of our, our most popular videos. Everyone that buys from us should see it because it's ways to DIY their dance costume, ways to take our stuff and make it really look good. So this is something I'm going to dive into a lot more in the Effective E-Commerce podcast. Once again, iTunes, Stitcher, type in Effective E-Commerce. You can find find it there. And one thing I didn't mention earlier is the first 35 episodes or so, so I'm going to do a, just a complete audio course on how to start an online store. Everything I've learned. So the first 35 episodes will be everything I've ever learned about e-commerce. And then after that, I want to start bringing on guests. And my goal is to learn for myself. So the first month after that, I might do a Facebook ads month and really dive in deep to Facebook ads. The next month, I might do an email marketing month and have four different experts on email marketing and so on and so on. So first 35 episodes, I really want it to be like a hand holding process. Everything I wish I would have known five years ago when I started my first e-commerce store, how to get traffic, how to build your site, how to get traffic, how to come up with an idea all that kind of fun stuff. But then after that, I want to learn myself and I want to share that journey with you guys. So the Effective E-Commerce Podcast, check it out. Next up I want to talk about though is chat ads or Facebook Messenger ads. And this is new. This is something I do not know a lot about. I'm probably not going to dive into this right away, just to be honest, because I'm busy with so many other things. But if you have the time, dive into it. Please let me know. Let me know how it goes for you. I think it's worth testing. And I've had, I've had a few different friends tell me that it works really well. So basically what it is, is on Facebook, you can, and I'm not hundred percent sure on all the specifics, but you can get into people's messages. And one of the ways you can do it is you could run a Facebook ad and say, Hey, comment down below to get a free DIY dance costume guide. That'd be obviously an example for my company. And then you can, there's these programs that you can run where it'll automatically send messages two people that comment and I still don't know all the specifics, but this is something I will be diving in more to. And I also believe you can run ads uh, specifically to people's messengers. So I don't want to talk about this too much because I'm not an expert, but I wanted to throw out that little nugget to you guys and say, Hey, this is something you might want to consider. So next thing up is Facebook ads. And you probably already know about Facebook ads and maybe you're doing it. And I think it depends on the kind of business you have. I think it can work for any type of business, but for instance, for B dance or my dance clothing business, I'm not as interested in Facebook ads. I think the way to do it for a business like that, and I'll talk about why that is in a second, but for my dance clothing business, I would try to collect emails and then try to get them into an email funnel and then try to sell them where for performance nut butter, I'd be more likely to try to take them to a product page and sell them right there. Now I'm not saying it's for sure going to work. Um, but I, the reason that the two companies are so different and the reason I think that one might work with Facebook ads and one might not is for dance clothing, you need a pair of red dance shorts. When you need a pair of red dance shorts, there's no real reason for me to advertise it ahead of time. So that's why it might make sense to get them in my email funnel and let them know about the company so that when they do need those red dance shorts, they can get them. But I think AdWords and product listing ads work way better for someone that's looking for a pair of red dance shorts because they'll type it into Google when they're ready to purchase it and then they can get it right there. Now with Performance Nut Butter, people don't even know Performance Nut Butter exists. It's kind of a novelty item. It's kind of somewhat of an impulse buy for some people. And if you're on Facebook and you're looking through your feed and you're feeling bad about yourself and all of a sudden this thing comes up and says, hey, do you want to feel better? Do you want to eat some food that's going to make you feel good? 
I think people are more likely to buy that product from Facebook than they are dance clothing. That's just my assumption and maybe I'm totally wrong. So I'll talk a lot more about this once again in the Effective E-Commerce podcast. Uh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll go into depth about Facebook ads. But I'm, some of the things that I'm thinking about right now is try running lead ads. I think lead ads can be very powerful and lead ads basically are in very easy way to get people's email. They don't, you don't even have to send people to an external lead capture form. The lead capture is right on the Facebook app, right on the Facebook website. Uh, it auto fills in their email, very easy way to do things. Also your creative, your creative is extremely, extremely, extremely important. So try to use images to convey what your message is. Try to hook people in, try to make it look interesting. And I know that sounds all very obvious, but you'd be surprised at some of the Facebook ad copy uh, I see. Some of the, the actual images I see are just so, so bad. So we'll dive more into this in a future podcast episode, but Facebook ads, still very powerful. Next up is product listing ads and Google shopping ads. Uh, it's the same thing. Some people call it product listing ads. It's really, it's a part of Google shopping. This is my favorite form of advertising period. I, I think it works so well because and if you don't know what it is, let me, let me describe really quickly what it is. Someone types in a, uh, a keyword. So maybe they type in red blender and then on Google on the top row, it shows some pictures of red blenders and it shows prices and then people click on those and you have to pay per click just like regular AdWords, except the difference is it shows a picture of the item and a price, which means that there's probably some buyer intent there. A lot of times people will click on regular AdWords, not really looking to purchase, just looking for more information. Uh, but with this, because there's the price in the image there, I think it makes it so people are more likely to actually purchase the item. Now, the negative part with this is you don't get to pick which keywords it comes up for. Google does that for you, but you can pick the negative keywords. So you can say, Google, if someone types in red three-speed blender, don't, if someone types in the word three-speed, don't show my product because it's only a two-speed or whatever, whatever, you know, obviously I'm just making this up on the spot, but you can say, Hey, don't show it if they put in this word and this word and this word, and you can't type in what words you want to show it for, but you can, I literally have 5,000 plus negative keywords. And I say, Hey, don't show my ad. If it has this negative keyword, don't show my ad. If it has this negative keyword and I go on and on down the list. Uh, once again, I don't want to belabor this point, but I'll do a whole episode and we've done a whole episode on the build my online store podcast before, but I'll do a whole episode about this on the effective e-commerce podcast. And I think it's episode number 20 or so. So it'll be coming out fairly soon. Next up, let's go over influencers. And this is number five. We still have two more left, including the secret number six that I've kept. Oh, so hidden, um, for influencers. And there's a lot of different ways to do this. I'd say don't pay. Don't pay people to post on Instagram off, off the bat. Now I know people that have had a lot of success with this. That scares me. Anyone that needs money for me to post, to post about my product. I don't really trust them. Uh, in the early stages, I don't have the money to do that right now. Like I don't have, yeah, I don't, I just don't have the resources. I want to, I want to send products to people, but what I will do is I'll give them affiliate link or affiliate coupon. So I'll say, okay, anyone that clicks on your affiliate link, you get 20% of the sale. Anybody that uses your affiliate coupon will get 10% off and you'll also get 10% of the sale. Now, if people aren't willing to do it from that, then it means that, and I'll even, I'll even say to them like straight up, well, if you're not willing to do it from that, then how much is your post worth? If we can't do some kind of revenue share system, then obviously you realize on some subconscious level 
that your post isn't equal to sales. And that's what I want. I want sales. At the end of the day, if I can't measure its success, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spend the money on it. So if someone wants, hey, a hundred dollars for an Instagram post, and I can't tell if I get sales from that, it's a waste of my money. It's a shot in the dark. It's like a billboard. You're not gonna put. Don't put up a billboard. Uh, it's just a waste of your money because you can't quantify it. Maybe it led to a hundred new sales, or maybe it led to zero. And if you don't know the answer, that's just you're you're throwing money into a dark hole, and you're hoping that maybe it works. So here's some ideas on getting influencers. Instagram. Obviously, it's huge, but I'd say bloggers. If you can get bloggers, that's probably better for a lot of different reasons. One, people that are browsing on a website are more likely to click on your link, more likely to purchase. People going from Instagram into their into your website is a bit of a, a shift in consciousness, if you will. All of a sudden, and maybe that's too big of a word, but all of a sudden, they have to go from, oh, I'm looking at all these Instagram photos to now I'm going to be purchasing something. That's hard to convince someone to do. Uh, blogs, it's much easier. So I'd try to go after blogs. Uh, another tip or tactic is try to find really work hard, find one big person that you know is going to kill it for you. And then you can tell that success story to all the other smaller influencers and say, Oh yeah, you know, Steve over there made a thousand dollars, um, you know, doing, doing the affiliate marketing thing. So if you really believe in your company and you really believe in your presence and you really believe that you are an influencer, you should do this. I mean, for free, you should do this as a revenue share. It's worth a try. So I might, I'm not an expert at this. This is something I really want to uh, institute for performance, nut butter. So for performance, nut butter, I'm planning on spending, well, I'm spending, uh, planning on spending a lot of my time working with influencers, but more specifically, I'm planning on doing a whole month at some point with the Effective E-Commerce podcast where we just talk to a few different experts that have used influencers very successfully, maybe even get an influencer on the show, talk about their thing. So this will happen after the first initial 35 episodes or so. So number six, drum roll please. And I think this is the most important thing and I think a lot of people might laugh at this at first, but this is the most important thing. My top tip right now is keep learning, keep learning. People listening to this podcast, or it's also I'm also going to be putting this up as a YouTube video, or watching this video on my YouTube channel, you guys have such a huge advantage. Uh, I think the only reason I do good at e-commerce is because I love learning. I love learning what's the new thing. I love learning how can I do this thing better. Email marketing, it's not new, but there's still so much. It's an evolution of that technology, of that platform. There's new things constantly coming up. Uh, you're going to be successful if you're someone that loves to learn. It's just, and it might not be your first company. It might not be your second company, but it's just over time you figure out what works, what doesn't. And it's the 80 old 80, 20 rule. you try five different things and four of them are going to fail, but that one thing will be very successful or, or at least four of the things won't do that great for you. So I think continuing to learn, listening to podcasts, uh, obviously, this is a plug, listening to new podcasts like my podcast, but there's also a lot of other great ones out there. Whatever topic you're interested in, maybe you're going to be focusing on Facebook ads. Find the best Facebook ads podcast. Maybe it's email marketing. Find the best email marketing podcast. Or same thing with YouTube. I think YouTube has been underutilized in my, for me personally. Um, there's so much information on YouTube, on blogs, on podcasts. So keep learning. Very important. And let's get to number seven. Uh, before we wrap up, and I'll, I'll have some cool details for you at the end of this episode, but number seven, YouTube all day long. It's also podcasts, but 
YouTube, utilizing YouTube and podcasts for your online store is so powerful for a number of different reasons. I know a bunch of different online stores that have grown completely based off YouTube. So the big power in YouTube is the search. Uh, it's so much easier to rank a YouTube video than it is a blog article. If someone types in something, for instance, let's say dance clothing, um, how to DIY a dance costume. I ranked, I, I wrote an article first, how to DIY a dance costume, and it was buried in Google. But then we made a video for my dance clothing company. We made a video on how to DIY a dance clothing, a dance costume, and it got it shot up to YouTube really quickly. And then the funny thing is, it shot up to Google really quickly. If you Google right now, how to DIY a dance costume, I'm willing to bet you're going to see my company's video, B Dancer's video. So YouTube is super powerful. It also is really great because it makes a connection with the audience. And I do realize, and this is something that I've had to figure out over time, is not everybody wants to be on video. Uh, but I think get over that personally. Just get over that and just talk about your company. Talk about your different products. Especially if you have a company that you're not that special. Like if your product is almost a commodity type product, the thing that can separate you is going on YouTube and comparing it and saying, hey, here's um, like this couch. Here's a couch and this is what make the, makes this couch awesome. Become the couch expert, become the influencer. You can also do this with podcasts and you can also do this with a blog, but I think blogs are much harder to do it with. So YouTube all day long. I'm gonna be doing this with Performance Nut Butter. My current thought, I'm gonna have a few different thoughts, but one of them is, I'm going to review all the different nut butters out there and say, by the way, if you love nut butter at the end of the video, you're going to love performance nut butter. It's a macadamia coconut cashew blended nut butter. Absolutely delicious. Comes in little individual squeeze packs and I'll promote it in the, in the show. I'll, I'll, but at the same time, I'll, I'll be honest. I'll say, Hey, this is why this one, you might like this one better. If you love almonds, you're going to love this brand better. So YouTube is extremely powerful. So I wanted to wrap up. Obviously I said it a hundred times. Please, Effective E-Commerce, uh, look it up in iTunes, Stitcher, subscribe to it. And I'm running a little contest. If you leave an iTunes review, leave a five-star iTunes review, I'm going to be picking a new person every month at random to give a free one-on-one -on -one consulting session with. So it would first off really help me out it, because it the more five-star reviews we get to the podcast, the higher up it goes in iTunes, the more listeners we get, the better guests I'll get and the better content I can provide to you. But then as a thank you, I will pick one person every month at random to give a free one-on-one -on -one consulting to. And the earlier you get in your review, the more chances you'll have to win because every month I'll be picking a new person. So you can go to iTunes, leave that five-star review. Even if you don't use iTunes, it's super easy to leave a five-star review. The other thing I wanted to mention is I am going to be having that A to Z online store course and it's actually a class coming out very soon and the benefit of that is it's gonna be five weeks every week we're gonna meet together as a class and one thing that's really cool is I'm in the process of launching performance nut butter as an online store so I'm gonna be going through the class myself and I'm gonna be learning lessons I'm gonna be teaching the lessons as I do it I've already done it once before with be dancewear but I'm gonna be learning and teaching these lessons as I do it so we're gonna go through it together it's going to be very affordable because this is my first time doing it. I want to do beta tester pricing, so it'll be much cheaper. You can go to effectiveecommerce.com slash AZ, lowercase AZ, to find out more about that. Some of the benefits, as I said, we're going to, it's going to be a lot of handholding. There's going to be videos that you can watch on your own. Then we're going to get come together and we're going to talk about all your questions. I'm even going to figure out a system where you can email me and I'll maybe even every day you can email me with any of your questions and I'll answer them. On top of that, You'll be in a classroom full of 10 other people. So even after the class ends, 
I will try to connect with you guys all and try to get it so you guys can have some type of a, a weekly mastermind. So you, all 10 of you guys can learn from each other and kind of grow together. This is going to be super powerful. A lot of people have been asking me for this. I've just been too busy to do it, but I think this is the perfect time since I'm going to be launching Performance Nut Butter at the same time. So guys, I can't thank you enough. Uh, Build My Online Store has been amazing. I've had so much fun podcasting on it. I hope to, I hope Terry and I do some more episodes soon, uh, but in the meantime, to fill the void in the podcast e-commerce space, the Effective E-Commerce Podcast. I hope this was a good episode for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And thank you so much for the amazing years with Build My Online Store and all all the wonderful emails, all the wonderful feedback I've gotten from you guys. Obviously, if you have any questions, you can always email me, travis at effectiveecommerce.com. Thank you guys so much and have a great day.